Hello and Kroiso to episode 25 of Alternative Wales, the podcast. It's the quarter of a century uh, pod uh, with no uh, special guests, no special events. It's just me, Tommy Kouse and Rodri as usual. Tommy Kouse, how are you, mate? I'm okay. I'm, I'm just laughing at the uh, the clear jet lag in your voice there. Yeah, like... sort of just, uh, you know, um, a disclaimer. I'm currently, I'm currently in my... Th- 31st hour of being awake um, <laughs> I left Canada at 7am I woke up at 7am local time in Canada which would be about what's that 7 hours 2 o'clock 2pm um, 2pm yeah, on Monday it's yeah. as if that question we had last week was uh, preemptive that one yeah how long yeah yeah so um, I mean this is the sort of commitment I've got to this podcast that you know I didn't want to miss a week out that I would do it on uh, no sleep, so here we are. Uh, Rodri, how are you? Uh, yeah, come on! Yeah, not too bad, not too bad, you know. I love didn't that. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get that hashtag going. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. D- 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 didn't drink this weekend, so uh, um, not too bad for a change. So yeah. That's one positive. It's a bit roles re- roles reversed this th- uh, this podcast. It's usually you two being <laughs> rough and me being fresh and happy, whereas yeah. I'm feeling like um, utter trash at the moment. Um, <laughs> and I f- and I didn't I I p- put a, a timer on for my pizza that I was going to eat before the podcast. The timer went off. Went to go and get the pizza out of the oven, and uh, I hadn't even put the pizza in. So <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> What? They just uh, Alan Partridge came into my head. What a funny story! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who got the power pack. <laughs> oh, I've got a laugh. Oh, by, 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 the, by the way, I've been I've been asked to um, pass on to the listeners as well. Uh, Ryan doesn't know about this, oh, um, but it's um, yeah, it's his birthday. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Oh, when the when... Yeah. <laughs> he forgot yeah. it was his birthday. Yeah. Well, no, I, <laughs> I, I, he thought it was yesterday. His, yeah, uh, well, <laughs> I had a, I had a nap earlier. I had about an hour and a half to two hour nap, and I woke up, and my girlfriend was sat next to me, and I thought to myself, she hasn't wished me happy birthday yet. Then I realised <laughs> it was still today, so I'm all over the shop. <laughs> so, um, well, ha- happy birthday, Pembley Apis, right? Th- thank you, mate. Um, you gonna spend it spend the day in bed or what? You yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna wake up um uh, whenever I my body wakes me up, which I'm hoping is a normal time, and just yeah. just chill out, mate. Just chill out, relax, great um, stuff, and just enjoy enjoy doing nothing. Um, I'm I'm probably actually gonna have to edit the podcast. It will it, as you're listening to it. Unfortunately, it'll have to be a day late for for reasons um already explained. So. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do for the people. That's what I do for the people Great on my stuff. birthday. I'll stay up for 30 hours, record a podcast, <laughs> and edit it on my birthday. If anyone says just, I'm not committed to the people. Just imagine it, like, you uh, just sitting there, like, all subdued with a party hat on and, like, put, like <laughs> one, 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 one of them blower things, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, um, so football... Um, it's been a, it's been a mixed bag of a week. I mean, it's always a mixed bag of the week. I feel like that's one of my, 
one of my new catchphrases. Yeah. It's not it's not as good as yeah, come on, no, but it is not, a yeah. it is a catchphrase, yeah. yeah. Um just shout well. it. Shout mix bag next time. Mix bag <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I thought Fat Man Scoop had turned up, right? <laughs> oh Christ. Uh, okay. Um just t- <laughs> this is going to be a long, long podcast. <laughs> um, just to kick things off then, um, our last week, um, as we released the podcast, uh, Wales women beat Estonia 1-0. So they're six points from six in their group. Probably wasn't quite the, the win they needed. I think goal difference is going to count, especially when France scored 10. Um, so... But it's a win, six points. You know they they've done better than the men's team against Estonia already in Estonia. Um, I think they've got Slovenia next month, who were going to be probably the toughest test uh, for second spot. They um, held France t- to a very late defeat. I think France scored in the ninety third minute with a penalty um, to make it three two. So yeah, that's good. Um, but I just want to give a shout out before we move on to um, other things. Um, Jess Fishlock, um, that stat that came out, she got a 125th cap, most capped Welsh footballer of all time, um, which is unbelievable. But also, um, even more mad when you um, put it into context that there's only been 199 Wales women's games. So, you know, she, madness. she played in, what's that? I'm trying to think. Two thirds, is it? Two, well, whatever the maths is. No, yeah, yeah. two thirds. No, too great with maths. I don't think. No, probably. I don't know. Whatever the maths is, it's some it's sort a, of fraction. It's a huge percentage of you know yeah. the history of Welsh yeah. women's football, um, and she doesn't look like she's slowing down. She put in a great assist for Natasha Hardin's op- uh, goal against Estonia. It's um, pro- probably probably. Sorry, Rod, Rod's after you, mate. No, I was just gonna <laughs> shit. I was just gonna say it's about five eighths of your uncooked pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind is the, me. Is the, uh, is the chunk of uh, caps uh, fish <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, two things. Two things. Like, no, it's, it's right. that, that reminds me. Have you ever heard the story about Jason McAteer in a pizza house? Uh, they asked him if he wanted his pizza cut into eight or four. Oh, yeah. uh, and he said, yeah, oh, just into four. I, I, I'm not hungry enough to eat eight. <laughs> uh. um, also... Uh, on on a similar sort of uh, level of uh, ridiculousness, Jess Fishlock, the greatest ever Welsh Fishlock, in your opinion, Trevor's got to be up there, hasn't he? Who who's Trevor Fishlock? <laughs> you, you don't remember Trevor Fishlock? No, I, I I know oh, of him. I'm yeah. Oh Christ, what a great man! He used I'm to more. used to do like these uh, Fishlocks wild tracks. It was on HTV yeah. back in the day. Fishlocks. Uh... He's from fucking Hereford. Is he? Well, he, he lives. He lives in Cardiff, but uh. yeah, no, he used, he used to do all these. Yeah, he used to go walking everywhere. What a great man! But yeah, Jess just uh, just pips in for me. Yeah, I, I mean, also with Jess as well is the fact that she's played most of her career abroad. So yeah. she's played in Australia, the States. Um, I think she spent some time in Holland, and yeah. to, to rack up 125 caps when you play. In well, most yeah. of them play in England, I guess, is a feat. But also coming from all these places, because you know when you look at some of the um, questionable loyalties that the you know the men's team have, um, it's mm. incredible. And I think she's um, she's absolutely brilliant on and off the pitch. Yeah, commitment's uh, obviously not yeah. an issue there, is it? If you no. if you 
coming from Australia and places like that. To... Yeah, it, it really is. It's it's absolutely unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. 125 yeah. guys. It's just incredible. And and you know you're talking about someone. I don't know how it works with expenses and stuff like that. But you're talking about you know she won't be earning the money that international men's football is. No, exactly. Earning. So you know, it really is. It's it's an incredible achievement, and um, it probably should be uh, more widely known. I think. Yeah. Than what no, it is. absolutely. I, and I and I really hope that um, it all pays off, and they get to that World Cup this um, this time around. It would just be the icing on the cake because I think there's a few of them now um, who are aging a bit, um, and it might might be their last campaign. But never say never. Um, and they deserve they deserve a tournament absolutely because they I think they yeah. they do so much not just on the pitch I think off the pitch I mean Jess Fishlock is an incredible human being um, I mean, we spoke to her for issue one um, and some of the you know the work she does for like the LGBTQ rights and all that sort of thing um, and just general the women's game and general sort of yeah. just like sound politics as well it's, it's just it's, she's a yeah. breath of fresh air and I think. Um, yeah, she'll go down in as one of the greats, um, and slightly better than Trevor Fishlock. <laughs> I just said, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been trying to shoehorn Trevor in for quite a while now, so I've managed, uh, managed that. Um, uh, just uh, interesting, Noel, Noel Mooney, obviously FAW chief for Zach, he's um, part of the six-year plan. Yeah. to improve women's football, which is fantastic. Um, he talked a lot about facilities, but women's football was one of the one of the main things at the forefront. So, um, and I, I've I've loved like to see the rise of of women's football. I think yeah. it's fantastic. You know, ten years ago, let's be honest about it, very few people had much interest in the women's side. Yeah. Whereas now, it's great to see on a match day. Um, you know, you only have to look at Twitter to see the amount of people invested in the game and watching it. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. So yeah, I, I think I think the future's bright for Welsh football. And like you say, Ray, I think um, you know it'd be great for the likes of Jess Fishlock to get to that World Cup, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, I think it'd be the icing on the cake of a of a brilliant career. Um, so if anyone is um, wondering, the next um, Wales women's game is away to Slovenia, but they're home um, at the Cardiff City Stadium on the 26th of October to Estonia. Um, I'm going to be there. Hopefully, I can't see why I won't be. Um, but uh, I'm like, yeah, be try and get down for that if it, um, if you can. Um, moving on to sort of uh, uh, less good news. Um, the Welsh clubs playing in the football league or in the English system has been a bit of a poor week. Although Swansea um, held up their end of the bargain, um, they got a one nil win at home to Huddersfield. I think it was their first win at home of the season, so they're off the mark. Um, they look to be on a bit of a better trajectory than um, the other Welsh sides at the moment. I think they're uh, slowly but surely the Russell Martin uh, era has kicked in. I mean, we spoke about him a lot over the last few weeks, so we won't go into too much detail of any of the clubs because I think there'll be some uh, crisis podcasts to come. But um, yeah, Newport lost 2-1. It doesn't seem to be going too great there at the moment. They lost 2-1 in Barrow on a Friday night. Long way to go on a Friday night, mind. Bloody hell. That's that's the sort of fixture you, you sort of think, don't you? Like what when that fixture comes out, just just put it back in and let's let's sort another fixture. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're taking they're taking yeah. the mech, aren't they? Barrow yeah. Barrow, Newport versus Barrow is you know That's gotta be like on a, on, a, on a Saturday, fair enough. No yeah. problem. But on a Friday night. If you if you're a like, Newport yeah. fan and you 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 be leaving the ground about ten o'clock, you ain't getting back to Newport until Probably even five a.m. 
Yeah, maybe. Four, yeah. five, eight. It's yeah. a long old track, isn't it? Oh, it's, I mean, like, Barrow, it's like, uh, you get off the M6. If, if you're a Newport fan, you'd be getting off the M6 and you'd be going, right, okay, here's the turn off of Barrow. It's like another hour from there. Yeah, because it's like, it's like back in on itself, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's it's an absolute nightmare of a place. Where is, so. is that by Cumbria there? Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in Cumbria, but it's right, it's right in the bottom corner of that, like, peninsula that sticks out oh, it would be okay. it'd be easy i think if you got like the ferry from merseyside yeah. but that's hassle yeah. i don't even know if there yeah. is a ferry that runs from merseyside <laughs> I, to Barrow. I, the, the famous uh, liverpool to barrow <laughs> ferry <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, I don't know maybe there is one right i don't know yeah um ferry, ferry across the mersey was sung by uh, new bud fans traveling to barrow uh, originally <laughs> <laughs> Um, Wrexham uh, not the result they were looking for went to Stockport lost 2-1 Kaus it's not it's, it's not the dream start that everyone was hoping for is it I think slowly but surely people are starting to realise that it's going to be a fucking slog of a season and it's not going to be the runaway train that people were hoping for yeah definitely I, I think um, uh, I, I feel like this is a saying from a film or something but um, if you if you thought it was going to be easy, you haven't been paying attention. Is that <laughs> off a film or something? But yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's it hasn't gone well. It hasn't gone well. We're not playing well. Um, we've got incredibly talented individuals, but um, yeah, it, it, I don't want to. Die. You know, I've I've got to speak to Phil Parkinson twice a week, so I don't want to go too hard. But he's I, obviously uh, a fan of you already, by the way. Oh yeah, he's a huge fan. He absolutely <laughs> loves me. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, yeah, he, he shakes everyone's hand from the media except mine as well, which is, uh, yeah, so it's good. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's, it's not great. Tactically, it's not great. And, um, yeah, it, I, I I honestly thought this was going to be the year with the signings we made and they're brilliant players. They're mm. all, basically, 1-11 to 11 in our side is at least League 2 standard. Some yeah. of them are League 1 standard. Some perhaps could play championship football. I think Mullen could play championship football easy. He's fantastic. Yeah. Well, he, he should but, be playing at least League One. Obviously, he got promoted to League One, you know? Yeah. I, I think, I, I honestly do believe he's a championship standard player. He's absolutely superb. But he's standing up front on his own and he's, um, you know, chasing lost causes. And, you know, I, I feel sorry for him. But, um, you know, it's, hopefully it'll all come together. But, um yeah. yeah, like you say, I think you hit the nail on the head there, right? Uh, it just hasn't been the dream start we all hoped for. Yeah, I mean, well, long way, to, long way to go, boys. Long way to it go. Is, yeah, long way to go. Long way to a go. A lot can happen between now and the end of the season, and I think we spoke about it in depth a bit last week in terms of um, sort of time scales on how long you give managers, and I think. Uh, I think in the next few, usually that November international break is like where everyone starts sacking people, isn't it? So I think yeah, it's where yeah. people sort of take stock. I think what are we on now about ten games into most of the seasons, yeah, give or take yeah. a few few games. So I think by then you're looking at fifteen games in. That's essentially a quarter of your fixtures. No, that sounds ridiculous. It's not a quarter of your fucking fixtures. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not sixty games in a season, is it? Well, um, good uh, we, run, we, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we've we've got. Um, I think there's. Are we two teams? I think we're two teams short. In the I think. I, I think. One I think. I think fifteen games is pretty fair because they say in like yeah. the um, Premier League is ten games and there's what is there like 
10 less games or whatever yeah i guess it would be when they because it's 24 in the con or maybe 22 in the conference yeah, um, so I think after about 15 games, is, is you you start to see a shape on the table, and yeah. that's you kind of know yeah. what, what you're going to be fighting for for that season. Then it's well, a third so. of the season, I think, isn't it? I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then you know, with sort of a lot of teams like to take stock, and if they want to make a change, it's good to make a change then, because then it's not they you know whoever they bring in can sort of look at the squad before January, that sort of thing. I'm not suggesting that Parkinson's going to be head on the chopping block, but. You know the pressure will be on from those owners with the money I, they've spent. I haven't done this much fractions since you're eight maths, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, on to the headline. You, you, di- you, you didn't, you didn't tell us that we'd need a scientific calculator to <laughs> yeah. come on this podcast. Yeah, a protractor and a compass. <laughs> <laughs> um, on to uh, the headline act of the shit show of the weekend, Cardiff City. Um, went to Blackburn Rovers and lost 5-1. Um, as we speak, they're currently 1-0 down to West Brom um, whilst playing seven defensive players for Cardiff. They've got five centre-backs across the back five and two central defensive midfielders playing. Um, so that's going well. I think, obviously, they've set up not to concede and conceded within five minutes. Um, looking at Twitter, the knives are well and truly out for McCarthy now. Um, he hasn't really done much uh, in the way of getting the fans on side. Apparently, I mean, I've only seen two or three games this season in the stadium. Um, he hasn't come over to clap fans. He hasn't been doing the Ayatollah. You know, that's sort of just stuff that appeases the fans. You know, it does buy you a bit of time, and he hasn't yet. And I think the knives are out. Um, I said before, we won't go into Cardiff too much detail because I think there's going to be a point in the next couple of weeks where. We'll probably have to speak about them in a lot more detail because I think it's it's only going downhill. Um, I tweeted on my personal page the other day about how it's very much not the, the the buck doesn't stop at McCarthy. I think it's a lot deeper. I think the board have got a lot to answer for. I think they're very much stuck in this sort of um, vicious circle of um, boom and bust. It's like we bring in a manager, he has a good good start, sort of steadies the ship give him a nice contract, and then it all goes downhill. I think we got away with it with Warnock because he is, I think he is that next level up, um, and it was just sort of right place at the right time for him. But in the end, it all, you know, it just delayed the inevitable. I think we're just stuck in this sort of loop, and I don't think sacking McCarthy will make a difference because they'll probably just bring in, I don't know, Chris Hooten, who's just been sacked, or, I don't know, some other sort of mercenary. I think they've got to change tactic. They've either got to, you know, take a risk on someone like Swansea have with Russell Martin and Steve Cooper and even Graham Potter. You know, there's three, at least two great appointments there. I mean, jury's out on Russell Martin at the moment. Um, or they've got to maybe put their hands in their pocket and go for a bit of a bigger name. I mean, Eddie Howe still, I don't think he's he'll come to Cardiff, but, you know, that sort of calibre of manager... Um, I, I tell you, I tell you what. With Eddie Howe, though, um, and and I agree, I, I don't necessarily think he would go to Cardiff, but he's been out of football for a long time now. I think the longer he's out, the lower his stock goes. Yeah, and I think that could work in Cardiff's favour. And, and I, I don't mean that disrespectfully. No, Cardiff. no, absolutely. Yeah, I, ju- I just, I just think, I think maybe his route back into football now after being out for so long is a Cardiff-style job. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and for me, I th- I think 
Uh, it, it would be a change of tack that that would. Uh, hey, we're talking here. McCarthy's still in a job, but it yeah, doesn't yeah, look yeah, good yeah. for him, does it? No. But I think I think that change of tack for Cardiff to go for a manager like Eddie Howe, and I think with someone like Eddie Howe, you'd have to say, right, we're going to write off this season. Cardiff aren't going to go down; they're too good. No. But well, you let's, say that. Let's give no. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I from the outside looking in, Cardiff aren't going down. No. They'll always have enough there. Yeah. So let's let's give him a free pass this season. Let's build for next season. That's yeah. what I'd be looking at. But like you say, who knows? Yeah, I think I think the the big issue with Cardiff is, and like I said, I could probably do a whole podcast on this. Is that there's just no plan. There's no. You you mean there was like we'll give McCarthy six months, and then he had a blind in what ten eleven games. I think they didn't lose. Then they gave was him the worst a, thing that could have happened. That was yeah, it? gave him a two year contract. Hindsight. You know, and and then yeah. but it's like so so then what? Yes, we're blooding in some youngsters, but I also think that um, you know the only reason we're blooding in youngsters is because. We've got no no one else, you know. We're almost for the hands being forced because the board don't want to spend money. The board, I think, are just happy. Sort of the thing, but then again, they're not even making money. We're we're no. we're, we're losing money every season. So I don't under, I I mean, like I said, I need to stop you now because otherwise it it could go off into some sort of Cardiff Crisis podcast, and that's not the podcast we do. So um, so yeah, it's a bit of a shit I, show, I and it's one to keep an eye on. I think if you try and understand the mindset of some of these owners in football, uh, we'd all be uh, in a lot of trouble because I think a lot of them seem to, I don't know what they do it for, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they can't be making. Does make, they, does make you wonder. They don't make any money on the football, and they don't seem to really care about making the clubs they run a success. A lot of them. Yeah. They, it's... They, it kind of seems to be in like some sort of flux, where they just they they start getting. Pelters from the fans? Are they staying just to be bitter and stuff like that? I don't, I, I don't understand it. There's, there's so yeah. many examples of these owners that it's directionless, and you know, I, it's you know, I, I... <laughs> it's a, yeah. You, you're right, right. It's, it's. I just don't understand yeah. the sort of the mindset. I think, of, I think of most owners. most fans of most football league clubs in in the English pyramid, in in the English setup, they, they've had owners where they'll know what I'm talking about in terms of yeah, yeah. you know where's it going what's what's the end goal here because it's clearly not progression and it's clearly you, you're not looking actively looking to make money or sell sell it up or anything they're just hanging yeah. about like a yeah well that's that's exactly it we, we don't bring yeah. I can't remember the last we don't sell players for profit you know, like at least for all the criticism that's sort of aimed towards Swansea's owners look at the sort of what they've done in the last few years bringing players through and selling them on for massive profits um, yeah, what... and I mean that that's their biz- that that uh, at least it's transparent what they're doing. You know, they may not reinvest it in the team, which is a criticism, but at least you know, yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. A... I I I know I know what you're saying, but it's uh, you can you can also see why Swansea is so frustrated with their owners. Oh, hundred percent. No, I get it. Yeah, for example, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But but like, like you say, it's it is almost an obvious thing that they're doing. They're running it like a business, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and, really? and I guess you know they've got to look after their, their investment and stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, yeah. surely it would be a better business if it was a successful football team playing in the Premier League, which Cardiff yeah. has the potential to be. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, um, we've got some international fixtures coming up now. Uh, in in the next few weeks, we play in um, Czech Republic next uh, Friday, and then Estonia away the following Monday. Wales away is back. I've got my tickets. I'm making the journey. Can't wait. 
Um, hopefully there's a there's a good. Um, I think we sold about a thousand for Estonia, which is fantastic, all things considered. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, but we've had a squad announcement this afternoon. Um, no massive sort of um, surprises, other than the inclusion of Sorba Thomas. But I think we all saw that come in. Um, no Gareth Bale, obviously um, still injured. Um, but yeah, uh, Rod, sort of, had a, have you had a look I, at the squad? Any sort of yeah, feelings towards it? I don't know how much he's played since he had COVID, but I was very surprised Ben Cabango's not back in the fold because I thought defensively yeah, yeah. we looked shambolic in the last camp, to be honest with you, to put it, yeah. to put it lightly. And it's one place where I thought we could have done with a new fresh option. Yeah. Cabango's shown a lot of promise, so... Uh, I don't know whether there's reasons for him not being included this time, whether he's still not quite over his COVID. I don't know what's going on there. Mm. Or... I mean, he scored and uh, he scored yeah. for Swansea already this season. He's playing well, I think. Um, and I spoke to someone who was at the press conference this afternoon um, about it. And they said that um, uh, Rob Page said that he picked James Lawrence because he's a left footer and uh, he doesn't, and he thinks Tom Lockie deserves the spot over Cabango. I mean, I don't know how much. Um, being a left footer sort of uh, compensates for poor performances. I'm not quite sure about that one. Yeah, well, I, 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 I know I know a lot of managers like to have a left footed paired with a right footer at yeah. the back in in a four. But you know, you can't just put you know you could put any old joker in with a left foot if that's what your option is. You yeah, know? you could play like. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. understand that logic. I I I I I don't think I've ever heard. That logic being yeah. used in an international selection before, no. before to be honest. But hey, you know, every manager's different. Everyone's got a different outlook. For me, um, yeah, just like I, I agree with you completely. I think uh, I think Cabango for me would would always be in there. Uh, yeah, I think he's a fantastic player. Um, like I, I always see Joe Roden and Cabango as our centre half yeah, partnership the, the for the future, next ten years. The future, yeah, I, That's I what do it as should well. be. But I'm, I mean, like he, he's. Yeah. You should be getting chances now. I mean, you look at the yeah. looking at the defenders now, and there is one person that it yeah. should be James Lawrence for Cabango. Yeah. Well, one one issue one issue I I absolutely hate hearing it. It's a word I hate hearing when it comes to selection. Is deserves like Tom Lockyer deserves to be like. What, what do you mean deserves? Mm. Like, I I, I don't <laughs> think I don't think we can. Um, uh, oh, Cardiff have just gone two 0 down to an own goal. One of our yeah. five centre halves. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think Tom Lockyer. I don't, I don't have any complaints about Tom Lockyer in the squad. I think he's probably no, a much me, better option me, than. Me yeah. prob- I probably pick. I probably looking at the defenders we got available. I would probably start him and Joe Roden. Um, yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean, Kaus. I don't think anyone sort of has a right yeah. to be in the squad. Yeah, that, that's 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 what I'm talking about. It's the it's the word. Maybe he doesn't mean it the way I sort of think he's meaning it, but. Surely it's you're picking a squad not on who deserves to be there, but who is the best twenty eight player? Who are the best twenty eight players to win us this game? Mm, exactly, uh, yeah. That, that, surely that is that is the only uh, thing that you should be looking at. But, but may, maybe maybe I'm looking into that wording a bit too much. The, the one thing I did want to say, uh, we haven't spoke about this before, and um, I found it very very strange for quite a while now. Is Chris Maxwell never gets into squads? Yeah, uh, he's statistically, he's. I think he's our best goalkeeper. Is he? He's been at Blackpool, isn't he? At, at the Blackpool, moment? yeah. yeah. So and statistically, saying... he's he's playing week in week out, and he's playing very very well. Yeah. Um, 
he never gets into squads. Now, I, I, he's from my neck of the woods. He's from just up the road and found did no one. Um, he uh, he played for Wrexham as well, so that's why I sort of keep an eye on his career. But he he's you know he's quite experienced. He must be about thirty years old now. I'm just going to yeah. Go I mean, quickly. I was I was thinking about this um, in terms of the Ben Cabango thing as well, and I think there's very much um, it's almost like it doesn't matter what your club situation is at the moment. I mean, you look yeah. at someone like Johnny Williams um, as great. I think he was brilliant out in Belarus. I don't think he had a good game against Estonia. I thought he was poor that night. But you know, he's playing in League Two with Swindon, um, and he's getting picked over. You know, other. I mean, I. I, I guess Will Vokes is the example. I don't think he should be anywhere near the squad at the current form he's playing. I think he's having a really poor season, and I think you know is 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 um, him not being in the squad is is absolutely fair enough at the moment. But you know there was a time where he yeah. was playing well and should have been in that squad compared to some of the. And I think that's the same with the keepers now. I think he's decided that this Hennessy Ward Adam yeah. Davis, and I think yeah. unless one of them's injured, and even even Adam Davis had. Covid last time, and he brought Tom King in from Salford, you know, ex Newport. Yeah. So it looks like Maxwell's completely out of the picture. And it's just so strange. I'm so, sorry to interrupt, right? I was just looking at his club. Like since 2016, he's played for Preston, Charlton, Hibs, and now Blackpool in the Championship. Yeah. Now, and he never ever gets into these squads. I yeah. just, I just don't understand it. I, I don't mean, understand it. when you look at you know Hennessy isn't playing for his squad for his side yeah. he, he hasn't been playing now for probably the best part of two maybe three seasons obviously he's made a move to Burnley he's become their cup keeper Danny Ward the same I mean you, you picked Danny Ward I think he's been fantastic in a Wales yeah. shirt um, he's our number one now isn't he yeah definitely. by far and then Adam Davis is um, he, I think he's he has he's had a decent run. I know he had a bad injury last year, didn't he? But um, but yeah, you just look at it. I think the keeper situation is a weird one, isn't it? Um, uh, is he I, is he Stokes number one, right? Uh they've been quite fluid with it from what I gather. Yeah. But um, so, I know so he's had, he's, I know he's played he, quite a bit this season. Yeah. Um, he's been he's been there two years. Okay, he's had injury. He's been there two years and he's played twenty two games. Yeah, so it's not so so and and you've got. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm going on about it, but at the end of the day, it, it doesn't matter too much anyway. Danny Ward's the number one. But yes. Yeah. I, I just I think I suppose what I'm saying is I think some of the selections sometimes you just look and you see you, you sort of look at the squad and uh, Wales fans are looking at the squad and they, they don't really care about numbers. Let's say 18 to 28 of the squad. They're just there to to fill in the gaps, I suppose. But. I, I like to look at that and I sort of think, well, what, what is the thinking behind that? Mm. Another one people mention, um, since his drink driving being in trouble and stuff like that, Tom Lawrence does just does not get a lock in yeah. anymore, does and he? and to be fair, when you look at our sort of wide options, especially now with Sorba Thomas coming through, you know, yeah. is is he going to get in ahead of Dan James, that's, uh, that's Brennan fair, Johnson, that's yeah. um, Harry Wilson? Um, yeah. David Brooks, you know, I think I think he's probably a decent option if a few of them were injured. But yeah, he's out of the picture. The other name yeah. I've got down here on my list, I had Cabango and Tom Lawrence question marks. Um, is Josh Sheehan? I think he's probably a little bit unlucky to miss out. I think he's had a yeah. fantastic start to the season from what I gathered at Bolton. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, it's it's just uh, yeah, it just seems to be a few little little strange ones in there. But I, uh, but let's be honest, it's not it's not far off what what either of us three would have picked, really, is it? It's not, you know, I, was, you could argue over three or four, maybe. I am worried that we are going to be relying on Joe Rodon to solid solidify our defence. Yeah, he he hasn't played a minute. I don't he hasn't think. Played. 
No. no. And without him in the last couple of games, I don't know about you two, but we, the, our defence terrified me, and we were playing the minnows in the group with no disrespect to them. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And we, our defence looked in both games. I thought very vulnerable. The Estonia game, I thought, I could, I like, I almost guaranteed it to myself that we were going to concede later on in that game because. Oh, we almost they, did. Yeah, we, we, we just look panicky at the back and there's no confidence there with Lawrence and Mepham as a pair, I think. So, yeah. I, don't know, I hope, I hope Rodon can hit the ground running because we, we definitely need him back in, in in that kind of Euros form he was in. And Yeah, and I, I mean, Ben Davis is the other one. He's not had a great start to the season with Spurs. I think he played in that. I think they lost 3-0 to Palace, was it? a couple like Last week before last? Yeah, I don't think he had a great game there. Yeah, he came on early, didn't he, because of the red yeah, card? I think yeah. that was it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he was fighting a losing battle a bit, but yeah, I guess the um, inclusion of Nico Williams and Connor Roberts is a big plus, though. I think big, that big plus, yeah. And, and hopefully, plus. David Brooks and Aaron Ramsey turn up. Although Aaron Ramsey's not in the Juventus squad for um, <sighs> the game tonight, so I don't know if that's a tactical thing or a or an injury thing. Well, I hope he's. I hope he's. Uh, I hope he's uh, doing a reverse thing this time and like. Saving himself for Wales rather than for Juventus. Yeah, that that would be nice. Um, yeah. But other than that, I think there's. I mean, by the time, um, by the time this goes out, um, yeah, we, we could have, have about do with Ariad Caravan yeah, uh, message ten dropouts or whatever. Um, so God knows what the state of the squad would be yeah, like by Andy then. Andy Melville's back in defence. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also, I also the inclusion of Mark Harris as well. I like that. I'm glad because I think he did yeah, really well. He, and obviously, he, considering he, he was only picked last time because of the dropouts, and I think he deserves he, a, a. He goal. was a he was a shining light to think in them two games. He did when he came on in the Estonia game. Even I thought he he looked like he could offer us something different. And yeah. You need something like that, especially, well, without Kiefer Moore, we are really short on attacking options. We haven't gone out and out goal scorer. So yeah. someone like him to bring in our more dangerous wide men, you know, yeah. good option, I think, in the squad. So, Agree. Yeah. Happy um, with that. Yeah. And then, so that's the Wales squad. Um, like I said, we'll probably have a chat. So, I, was, I was surprised at how quick Conor Roberts is back from groin surgery, though. Is this yeah, I, 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 I they, they said October, I think September, October when it happened. But um, I don't think he's played for Burnley yet, has he? I haven't no. seen anything about it. No, but I'm just surprised because obviously it looked quite bad at the time, and then you heard he's going for surgery. I thought maybe that's him done till November at the earliest. But yeah, he's back in, so that's I mean, a positive. He's yeah. a bit of a superhuman anyway, isn't he? Fair play yeah. to him. He's uh, he's the fittest bloke probably, on earth probably play 180 minutes and score an assist probably yeah probably <laughs> um, just uh, just to keep you up to date Sorber Thomas has got two assists tonight for Huddersfield so oh there we are good. And yeah, he's uh, be a new superhero, isn't he? <laughs> he's, yeah. um, are, are you, are you, oh, I thought you were going to say something about Cardiff things it's just come up that um, uh, West Brom fans were singing you're getting sacked in the morning and Cardiff fans are joining in yeah so. and uh, Mick McCarthy the Cardiff fans are singing Mick McCarthy your football is shit um, yeah. And I think the way he went out at Ipswich, it's not going to be pretty. We've got like, live score yeah. updates here for people listening on a Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, McCart- McCarthy could have been sacked by yeah. then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're listening to the Viddy Printer podcast. <laughs> yeah. C- sponsored by CFAX. <laughs> yeah. Three o two or whatever it was. Yeah. Where's the hold button? <laughs> <laughs> um, make, to- make it in vision. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other the other news that broke just before um, 
we 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 came uh, to record. Um, Connor's key manager and uh, Andy Morrison has stepped down, resigned. Um, we've been sort of hinting that we think it might happen. I didn't think it would happen this soon, but they haven't had the greatest of starts of the season. I know his contract was finishing at the end of the year, and there was a lot of rumours in the summer he was going to step down, but he's he's made the decision now. Um, Kaus, I was thinking after the news came out, um, is he the greatest manager in Cymru Premier history? Because, I mean, oh. I'm not... Yeah, too aware of the league probably before, like in detail. I've read a lot about it, but, but in the last five years, I've really been sort of paying attention to it. Um, yeah. I th- I think his ready-made replacement and another uh, possible um, yeah uh, um, uh, what's the word um, another possible one of the uh, Ca- on the shortlist candidate. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one. Yeah, there you go. Is is already at the club, Craig Harrison. He was in charge yeah. of TNS and he won six league titles. He broke the world record for a competitive games one in a row. Yeah. Um, I think he's a candidate for the job because he's already yeah. at Connors Key and yeah. probably for the best Cymru Premier manager of all time. But I think Andy Morrison, I read that statement earlier. He took over when they were bottom of the league. Took him to Europe. Yeah. And unbelievable results in Europe. Um, yeah. I didn't realise they'd beaten st- that star, star Beck. From Starbeck, yeah. Norway, yeah. two clean Norway sheets, did. first Welsh team to ever do that. Welsh Premier League yeah. team. Obviously, that yeah. Kilmarnock result is going to go down in history. You know, they won the Iron Brew Cup, which was you know brilliant for the league. Um, mm. yeah. And he managed to sort of topple the TNS dynasty as well. So, yeah, he's definitely a candidate, and I think the league will be a poor place without him because he's a character as well. Yeah, hundred percent. What what a job he did there, like. Connors Key were never title contenders before he arrived there. He was there six years, and almost straight away, he, he just changed him out. I think they qualified for Europe every single season he was there. Yeah, well, yeah first season um, he was there, first time yeah. he did it. Um, and, you know, some great results. That result, uh, that win against Kilmarnock away, I mean, that is just... You, you compare the budgets of those two sides, and, they, you know, Connors Key shouldn't be really competing with an S, uh, Scottish Premier League side. And they went there and they beat them away from home. Mm. Um, yeah, toppling TNS. I mean, you know, the amount of money that TNS throw at it. Okay, TNS has been better than them so far this year. But yeah, I, I think I think um, I think you're right, right? I think he is the, the best ever. I mean, I sort of look back over the years. You know, there's there's been some uh, there's been some managers who've had you know good teams for like a season or two yeah uh, tns tns tend to sort of change manager every two or three years so there's been no one like andy morrison who's had that six year spell yeah well i think craig Who, harrison been did so it so successful but obviously yeah he, yeah he, they were already successful yeah. so like he just they, sort of continued it whereas obviously yeah andy morrison completely yeah. turned that club around now you know and, and yes the, yeah they weren't professional. I think they were professional last season. So yeah. you know he's done. A, he's done a fantastic job. And like I said about you know he is such a character. You know that that image yeah. of him on the final day wearing you know yeah. Mike Harris's hat will go down in history. Yeah. He's been brilliant for the league. Like really, Massive, really, yeah. really good for the league. And and for, like compl- like so loyal as well. I mean he must have had offers. Yeah. He must have had offers to go elsewhere. And it'd be interesting to see what he does because I know he's I know he's got the job as. Um, He's a match day ambassador for Manchester City. Yeah. Uh, so he does that. That's you know a lot of his Saturdays are taken up doing that. Whether whether he's going to do that full time, I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm sure but, he'll have a bit uh, of a break, and who knows what can yeah, pop up. Yeah. You know he. But what I like so much about uh, 
Andy Madison was, was his attention to detail. Um, they played what? What was the name of the set? Pen Penuke, but no, no, that's who Flint was playing, wasn't it? Um, who did they play on the weekend? Trevelin. Trevelin, sorry, yeah. yeah, Trevelin BGC, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, he had the, you know, he went to watch them on a yeah. on a couple of occasions, and like it's that attention to detail. You know, I I don't know where he lives, but I'd be I'd guess it'd be in the D side, Manchester, you know, wherever, right, somewhere on that M fifty six corridor, I'd imagine. Yeah. But he's travelled all the way down to watch them, uh, because that's the respect that he showed teams, and and that's part of why he's so successful. Yeah. Um, Brilliant, brilliant manager. Very sorry to see him go today, um, but I, I'd, I'd love to see him go somewhere else uh, and manage somewhere else. Yeah. Because it'd be interesting to see how well he'd do elsewhere. Because, like I say, I, I don't think anyone could have done a better job than what he's done at Coniskey. There, there is one other vacancy in the league, mind uh, Kevin Druids. Uh, Niall McGinnis yeah, left well, this yeah. week. Imagine that. That would be some job to try and uh, take on. Could you imagine that 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 would be uh, that would be the true test of a uh, of a manager going there? Yeah. I mean, Niall McGuinness has left it. Who is who is an absolute top man and a really good coach as well. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, he'll he'll no doubt Niall will be thinking, why the hell do they ever go there? Because um, well, I'm just going to say it. Their chairman is a complete. Their yeah. chairman is a complete idiot. Yeah, he's killing so, that club now. I think you know they'll go down. Uh, and they won't bounce back up. Like I mean, not many teams do no. anymore. You know, no. It's down, a real shame though because Druids, easy league. Yeah, Druids. No, the Druids will have no chance once once they go back. They they'll be gone for a long time. Yeah. Um, unless they really, you know, have a have a boardroom reshuffle there. Um, but yeah, that, it's such a shame. Druids, famous club like that, and to yeah. see what's going on, it's it's a real you, shame. You. You mentioned uh, their Penrukai, but I'd just give a quick shout out to their keeper. I saw oh, the yeah. highlight, highlights reel yeah. on the Twitter earlier. Of, yeah. He pulled off some cracking saves, fair play. Yeah, so, I think they lost four one in the end, but that looked like it could have been ten and ten or twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. So there there was a couple. There was a there was a couple of reaction saves where point black rain, and he's just he's just pulled a, a save out of nowhere, and he's yeah. just, like he, a, he is a, he's a top top keeper to be it's fair. It's like a Southall in uh, the Netherlands type performance where he's yeah. managed to yeah, keep yeah. him being a, yeah. a, a rugby yeah. league scorer or something, you know. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's uh, no, he was. Uh, we, we need we need to we need to name him, don't we? Because uh, you know, be like, right there, two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Field. Daniel Field. Daniel Field. Yeah. What, what a performance. I'm just watching the saves now. There's <laughs> one, mad, one of the volleys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Fair play to him. And also... Right, also right turn of, of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right turn of the week. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. No, what is it? <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> I, I I just did the uh, macho man Randy Savage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, also, as well, the um, uh, we spoke about Trevelin um, and Connors Key. Connors Key donated the gate receipts, all their money earned to Trevelin, and made a donation to the club as well, which I think is a, a brilliant gesture. Yeah, superb. Um, yeah. Which is yeah. what you know the Welsh Cup should be all about. So um, no, other than that, there was no real shocks at all, and I don't think there was. I think the only one you could probably constitute as a small shock is Cardiff Met knocked out Barry, but even that really, you know, that could easily happen in the league. Yeah, so three nil was yeah. it? Yeah, it was three nil. Yeah, so quite convincing. Yeah, but scoreline um, is a bit of a shock, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um. Other than that, it was sort of standard. Um. I think 
uh, Saltney Town, uh, the lowest ranked team left. I think they drew Aberystwyth, so all the best yeah. to them. Um, and yeah, uh, that's the that. Um, uh, yeah, normally now we chat to uh, Asian Phillips. Unfortunately, he's missing in action. Um, he has yes. sent us a statement for me to read out on air. Um, so here it goes. Hello, it's Brian. Go on, Rod. Go on, Rod. I was just going to say, who's fucking sending statements? The statement reads as follows. Um, Hello, Brian. I won't be able to make the show tonight as I am in West Keridigian on business. Spelt wrong, by the way. Business. Must be Tony. Um, <laughs> Tony yeah. And I have no signal. So, um, And then in completely unrelated news, um, there's a tweet here from the Cardigan Police. It says, mm-hmm. vehicle uh, A63NT con7 um a white suzuki <laughs> carry van has been seen acting suspiciously in the keridignion pembrokeshire area if you see anything you feel is suspicious let us know by calling cardigan police on 101 yeah. or an emergency call 999 um yeah, yeah you and, do the maths there yeah and confirmed reports i'm sure we'll catch up with him um might be we might be his one phone call who knows yeah, sounds 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 like it. Uh, <laughs> soon. Keep your phone on silent, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, God, God, God only knows what uh, what him and Tony are doing down in uh, down in Aberdeen. No, where was it? Cardigan. Yeah, uh, Cardigan. West Cardigan is on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Cardiff have gone three 0 down. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's do wrong another week. Wrong end of the week time. Um, last week, uh, it was a real heavy hitting week. <laughs> In third place with 17.1% was time zones. i just like to reiterate, fuck time zones and jet lag. Um, uh, and then uh, in second place with 32.9% of the vote, dimly lit activities. Um, <laughs> and taking the title for this week, 50% of the vote, socks going missing. Uh, yeah. A real true wrong end. Kaus, um, yeah. and another another win for yourself. Yeah, yeah, they they just keep uh, totting up these wins, don't they? Yeah, but uh, no, it's yeah. you know, I've, I'll give me give me a couple of minutes. I'll think of something, uh, <laughs> something that will win me again. Yeah, just it, to sort of go on, Rod. No, it just says it reflects that this um, sock wormhole is a very common thing. I think. I think. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's a good pick that was in the end, uh, straight off the cuff, like. So. Yeah, uh, Bush. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got in touch afterwards saying that he used to make uh, hot point washing machines up in North Wales, um, and he spent twenty years building them. And he says he knows where the secret sock trap door is. So you know, big oh, big God. washing machine could, does know. Could, could you imagine the smell? <laughs> oh, all those collection of socks. Yeah, they'd be, Christ, they'd be clean, wouldn't they? They'd have gone through the washing machine. Well, yeah, but it's yeah. S- some some of the substances you get sometimes in uh, in dirty people's uh, socks. Uh, uh, yeah. It's hard, it's, you know, it's hard to clean that. Uh, does this vortex open up before the washing process? That's the question you've got to ask yourself, yeah? Oh, yeah, good point. Christ. Yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah. Right. Rock hard. Have we... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, right, have we killed enough time for you to yeah. think of a, think of your, your option? Yeah. Okay. My, my wrong of the week, wank socks. No, uh, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 
the closure of hot points. I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling. But do I have to go? Yeah, I do have to go first. Yeah, though. winner's yeah, privilege, okay. mate. Yeah, pressure is I a mean, privilege. There's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's one very, very blindingly obvious uh, wrong and. Uh, but it's too easy, isn't it? It's too easy. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it though? Is there ever too easy? Well, go for it if you I, want, mate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for the, for, I'm gonna go for the bloke uh, filling up jerry cans at the petrol station. <laughs> well, just, just, is there a particular bloke? I, I have, I don't. Know. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a bloke. There was a bloke who was, uh, yeah, he was just, yeah. But I, I suppose that's the example I'm using. I'm gonna name this week's wrong and as just selfish bastards. Not the woman filling up the plastic bag, then? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't see that. There was oh, a woman for the... I think that was, a... that's an old one, isn't it? Or was it... Oh, I, mean, it? I don't know, but yeah. Uh, you can't trust these uh, internet clips anymore, see? No. No, I know. So... Yeah. Every, every time there's an internet clip, they, they should be made to uh, to hold a copy of today's newspaper. <laughs> while going like on, a hostage so you know. situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm just going to go for... Fucking selfish bastards. Okay. You know, like at the end of the day, you've got this petrol sort of crisis now. You know, I'm not going to go into the Brexit and the fucking background to it, but um, yeah, just, you know, just people who are like, just so that they can have like a few quid petrol, like extra, they're doing stuff like that. But th- this, this isn't just this week with the petrol crisis and all this sort of stuff. This is. Just fucking selfish bastards. Mm. Like these like these knobheads who like try to make their point. I won't wear a mask just because you tell me to. Fucking yeah. just pop just pop a mask. I d I don't I hate wearing a mask and get all fucking itchy and everything. <laughs> but I'll do it because it'll make it'll put other people at ease if I wear a mask. So I do it you know just just selfish bastards. Yeah. I hate selfish bastards. I, I think it, really. I think what this week has proven, I mean like I've been sort of following on social media because i've been away um is it's just people love a crisis it's like it's weird it's like people almost enjoy this sort of like weird thing where they can go and fucking fill up water bottles with petrol because i don't know it's just a fucking nonsense isn't it but also like i've i've been before now where i've like i've run out of petrol somewhere and I've 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 run out of petrol so many times by the way it's ridiculous. <laughs> but uh but yeah I've I've done it and I've sort of like turned up to the petrol station and I've got like let's say like a, a an empty 2 liter old coke bottle or something. And you'll go there and like they'll say oh sorry mate you can't use that. And it's just like a normal time it's not during crisis buying or anything like that. They say sorry mate you can't do that it has to be a jerry can. Yeah, fucking hell. And then, yeah, this week during a fucking crisis, you've got people turning up filling fucking motorcycle helmets full of petrol. (laughs) Like, what the fuck's all that? I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent here. I'm just getting everything off my chest, petrol related now. But yeah, just selfish bastards, mate. Selfish bastards, a good pick. A good pick. Yeah. Uh, Rodri, then, second place. Uh, What have you gone for? Andrew Artie Davis, hello. I bet he filled his fucking spare room with petrol, didn't he? Yeah, he's got all bags of oven chips, empty bags of oven <laughs> chips full of fucking petrol, isn't he? Uh, um. So, um, so, yeah, him, he gets the shout-outs for... I was going to go media because I think they're 
they got to take the portion of blame for. Mm. Hey, hey, talk. steady now, steady. <laughs> okay, uh, the British. <laughs> yeah. No, but who I'm actually going for is Britain first. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, are they still going? Are they? Oh, they're yeah, back. They're back, they? and they've they've registered as a political party. And oh fucking hell! Which is just grim if you're asking me straight up it's fucking horrible that this group of people are allowed to do this they should be you know they've they've made antifa and things like that terrorists so why isn't this extinction rebellion are down as terrorists is a terrorist group so so why on earth is this group who've actually there's a man who's a member has killed a sitting mp how are they not on this terrorist list and how are they now allowed to register as a political party they're just Massive racist bastards. So, you know. Do you do you, re- do you remember when they first uh, started up, and what they did was was actually very clever. Which is strange because I think of them as as, as knuckle dragging fucking idiots, mm. to be honest. Yeah. But I've started swearing a lot now. I may have it's the petrol. Um, <laughs> they, it's all that um, all those all those pe- uh, plastic bags of petrol in your room. Getting, all, the, all the fumes are going to your head. Yeah, all the fumes yeah, yeah, are going to my head. Yeah. That that, that no. sprite that sprite you're drinking is the, uh, <laughs> the is the bottle you filled up with petrol earlier. <laughs> but no, what was, what was I going to say? Do you remember when they, and I'm talking like maybe 2014, 2015 ish, and they uh, they were like they post like Facebook pictures. And stuff like, uh, like this. If you're against cruelties to yeah. cruelty to kittens, they or something like that. Smashed the and social media thing. They didn't smashed they? it, and and they, yeah. they 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 actually did that very well because they got. I think at one point they had like a million likes on Facebook or something mm, like that. Yeah. And I was saying to people, don't like that page. They're fucking racists. Mm, yeah. And and they were like, oh, I I just liked it because you know I don't want to see rabbits being fucking yeah, thrown I, in a skip. That's exactly what I, I'm. I, what you said there is like going back about eight years. I first saw them pop up on Facebook. Maybe like this is yeah. going back like several general elections now. But yeah, like you said, they were putting up things like, oh, like if you want better wages and like these gen- yeah. like yeah, just generic tweets about how how yeah. to pick up likes, and then yeah. people were share sharing their page, and then the next message down is something about I don't know. You know these yeah. vile messages they put out. Yeah, I'm not even going to use an example because they're so disgusting. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's just no time for them, and they should should be banned from these sites, and they should be how they've yeah. been allowed to reg. I I don't know what the process is. I haven't bothered yeah. to look into it. But if they're allowing someone, an entity like that, to register, sit in an election process yeah. is it's just ridiculous. Because especially this... especially when you take into consideration the other, you know. Extinction Rebellion, what are they, like a bunch of amateur dramatics pretending <laughs> to be <laughs> yeah. know, wolves or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, but I don't know. Yeah, that's my choice. Anyway. Those, those, those ex- Extinction Rebellion people are going about things the wrong way, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I think they're... No, uh, stop, they, could do with, they could do with some PR people going in there. Uh, uh, Stopping working-class people getting to work. Yeah, they're you know, fighting that, the wrong fight, not, aren't they? That's not the way to go. That's not the way you yeah. make your point. I'm sorry. The, their cause yeah. is a good one, but the way yeah. they of course act it is. as well... The way they act, they, they do all these, like, 
many yeah. plays as them pretending to be sheep and yeah. stuff. And you're like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Come on. I like, I, like their, their, their end goal, I, I would probably agree with the vast majority of what they're saying. But the yeah. way, yeah. like you say, the way they go about it is, is just shocking. And it's, it, you know, they're just harming working class people, which yeah, surely yeah. isn't what yeah. they should be all about. And, and they, if they want to get people on side, they've, they're just pissing on their chips, and they? they're like, yeah, I don't know what yeah. the hell, <laughs> you know, they're, they're well, not yeah, exactly. people are, people are going to dig their heels, in, knowing, knowing the general public, mm. and like, how many idiots they're out about, they're going to go, oh, well, fuck it, I'm going to leave my car running night, so yeah, I, 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 people I, love doubling down, don't they, you know, exactly, I, exactly, I see, I see people on my social media occasionally that, like, I'm talking about Facebook, and people, local people, who I generally think they're politics, I don't, would never get on with them, but they say something about Extinction Rebellion, and I can't help sometimes but just go, yeah, fair enough, because it's, <laughs> yeah, you know, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. they are just, uh, yeah, strange yeah. bunch, but, uh, you know, hopefully there's another uh, movement that comes along with a similar cause that just know how to do it properly, yeah. they, yeah. they're royally fucking it up, and they... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I read a really, come back to Britain first, I read a really interesting thread on them last night, it was... Uh, with that first video of them going through like a refugee housing hotel and knocking on the doors and just being bell ends and there's links with Russia and stuff. They've they've spoken to Putin about getting funding and all this sort of nonsense. Um Yeah, it's they're fucking they I think that's a really good pick for Wrong and um Rod. Yeah. I think uh uh it's just, to be fair after we we said this we, there's some good weeks and some bad weeks. Um two picks so far pretty good um i mean I, I i can't help but feel mine's a bit generic yeah like, i mean fuck, fucking selfish, selfish bastards, bastards. <laughs> so 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 my pick I'm, I'm i'm a bit torn at the moment um on what to do um i've had written down for the last three days on my phone notes uh, the united kingdom in general because i just think it's eating itself alive um, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm all about living in the moment these days. Um, I'm, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna nominate Cardiff City. Um, they've, they've just gone, they've just gone four nil down. Um, I'm just gonna send you uh, the video of the own goal that was the third goal, I think, of the night. Um, and I'd get like, a live rea- live like to get your live reaction for the for the own goal. It's okay, a classic. Go. Good podcast okay. in this. Yeah, it's buffering. <laughs> Oh dear God, <laughs> that is bad. That's like Keystone Cops. <laughs> like, it um, is <laughs> Keystone Cops. <laughs> yeah. Hang on two seconds. One for the my, kids. Sorry, man. I'm uh, my I'm I I live in North Wales, so uh, just give me five minutes. <laughs> yeah, Let's get the dial we'll back on. to we we'll come back to you in July. Uh, oh, 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 that's that's funny though. Yeah, it is sorry, funny, isn't it? You, about that. It's funny. You've got to laugh or else you'll cry. It's yeah. one of them. How's he, he's tried to clear that with the wrong. It's ridiculous. He's not even under pressure. Oh my and, god! And the worst thing. The worst oh. thing is, I'd probably say he's our he's been our best centre half <laughs> mm-hmm. all season as well, Curtis Nelson. He's, Curtis Nelson. I think he's probably been, been the be- better of a bad bunch as well. He's like jabbed, he's like jabbed the wrong foot out, isn't he? He's like <laughs> yeah. stumbled into it. and oh, he's, uh. he's he's kicked it how I'd imagine a horse would kick it. <laughs> 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 yeah. no, no, look at, just look at it again and watch it again and see exactly what I mean. That's how a horse would kick a football. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. <laughs> Oh. Wow! Oh dear. 
Yeah, that, um, is, that is mental. Just a quick scroll through Twitter, and it's not looking good. Um, some of the tweets: Mick McCarthy out and take most of the squad with you. The worst we've had in the last decade. Uh, absolutely shocking stuff from Cardiff. No leaders, no midfield, no goal yeah. threat. What have they become? I think the wheels. It's just are... it's it's depressing for you though, isn't it? Because you can see like the seasons gone to shit this early. Yeah, it's kind of. You know, it's never too late in the championship, but Christ, if you have a start like you're having mm. now, it can yeah. really suck suck the energy and anything out of the fans. And yeah. is it honest, honestly now, right? But probably probably a stupid question given that by the time this comes out, he could have gone. But do, does he go tonight? I mean, he should. But well, no. Like I've said earlier, I, I've, I'd have a lot more faith. I'd be a lot more keen to sack him if I had faith that the board would would make a yeah, good yeah, appointment. Repla- replace him, yeah. But it's, I'm just it's, I'm, it's you almost look at a waste it, of time. Just you look to at it, and him. it's like yeah. I mean, like I I know Chris Hooten's had better days, but he's probably like the man who would be. But even then, I think he'd probably cost too much. And he's you know he's just left a job being rock bottom of fucking um of, of the yeah, championship. I've, I've got to say, I, I've always quite liked Chris Hewitt. Yeah, honest, but, but, he's just, but he's just more of the same, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it is, yeah. And it's like, he'll, yeah. he will get us results. He'll, you know, he'll probably balance mm. it. We might have a late surge of the playoffs under him, but we'll probably I, be back here in another year. Do yeah, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I, we've got to stop the rot somewhere. Otherwise, it's just if, the same. I don't know if you listen to... Um, Bob Mortimer's podcast, Atletico Mince, but he's got a thing on their British Managers Club, and it's just about all these like same old names that come up um, mm. when there's jobs available, and you, you don't yeah. want to be stuck in that rut now, do you? Because there's no, yeah. there's never any like yeah. clear and long term. Cardiff are only one appointment away from Kirbishley, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like <laughs> it was very nearly um, Mark Hughes when we up uh, when we got Neil Harris. Yeah. He was it was yeah. very close, which you know. Come on, like maybe is Tony Pulis available. Or? Well, yeah, he is. That's the worry. Is he yeah, would be yeah. he he'd be the sort of t- person well, who'd be top I, of the list. I I would I would say he probably would be the favourite. He they? probably would, would like you, yeah. with the bookies anyway. Looking at our our, yeah. our recent he's, record, he's a Cardiff fan, isn't he? Is he a Car- I know he's from New. He's, I, a new, I, I, he's from. I'm Pearl, pretty sure. Yeah, Pearl, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a Cardiff fan. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, it's all over now at Cardiff. Um, the who knows um, who will be manager by the time uh, this podcast goes out in two days. I think it could get quite messy. Um, I think the the fans have turned, um, and I think when when the fans turn, there's no going back for a manager, is there? Um, I think it's probably got to that stage now, where I think Cardiff fans um, secretly would probably want us to lose to get. Do you know what I mean? You know, you get that point with a manager where yeah. you, you almost like would be it's happy. but it's true, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's just, yeah. So, it's, uh, like, it's for the greater good. You want him out as soon as possible. So, you take a few, you take another heavy defeat if it means he's gone and there's a, some sort of change. Even, even if yeah. it's just a short term change of momentum, something to drag you out of that. Uh, yeah. It's like a. Train going off the tracks, and yeah, that's nine nine goals conceded in a week now. Um, so yeah, uh. we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, so your picks this week. Um, I think <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm appealing to it. Like Cardiff City, Cardiff fans hate them, and other fa- fans of other football teams hate them. So it can, do you know what I mean? I think uh, 
Uh, yeah, Cardiff probably in with a good shout now. So we got selfish bastards, um, <laughs> Britain first, and Cardiff City. Um, I did. Yeah. I, my plan was to never really make it a club thing, but I'm fucking fucked off with Cardiff City. Um, <laughs> I think it's fair as a Cardiff fan to nominate them. I think it'd be different if I was nominating Swansea, um, but which I'm not because secretly I'm very jealous of that club. I might edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's wrong. Another week. Um, voting on Friday. Right then. Uh, we've got your questions to answer. We got some good ones again, as always. Fair play. You keep coming up every week. I sort of start thinking, uh, oh, they're not going to come through with questions, and everyone comes through. Um, so Griff. Griffith has asked, um, rate our three goals versus Belgium in the Euros out of 10 for goosebumps slash tears. And I think it's probably 3-2-1 for me. Any any takers? I've, uh, yeah, three was the biggest for me because up until then I just saw them, they were always going to score, I thought, in that yeah. game. But uh, I, I weirdly, the second goal, as amazing as it was, was the one that, terrified me because I thought we scored it quite early in the second half didn't we yeah it was early wasn't it as earlier than I, I remember thought, it I thought it was a bit of uh, poking the bear kind of thing I think that's my I, I just my, my pessimism's coming out here I think I was just <laughs> terrified of for the next 40 minutes then or however however long was left in the game after that goal yeah so I couldn't really enjoy it until afterwards whereas the third was just it sheer was just, elation when it, yeah uh, it was euphoric wasn't it yeah would you agree with that Kaus yeah, yeah, I would. To be honest, uh, yeah, I, I, um, yeah. Sorry, I've just uh, I've had a petrol leakage in the spare room. Uh, uh, I, uh, <laughs> no, I, I would, uh, I would. I think, um, yeah, I, that, that night, it's it's still a blur. You know, I've seen it back like about um, probably about fifteen times. I've watched the whole game back about fifteen times, and um, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah! I, I, do, do you just? I, uh, by the way, yeah, I just come the one, two, three. Yeah, completely agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but do, like, do you ever just like talk about the game and like you just get that feeling again? Mm. Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, like, I, that yeah. was just the best night of football yeah. I've ever I've ever seen in my entire life. I I almost feel like I can't even actually remember it anymore properly because I've seen it so many times. I feel like yeah. it's almost like influenced my memory of it, and I feel like it almost didn't happen, my, and it was like a main, movie. My main yeah. memory from the game, for some reason, is like sheer kind of disbelief at how they didn't get about five penalties. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> there was yeah. a one stage in the game second half where they just kept tripping over in our <laughs> box and I, oh, I that's my like long one, one thing I do, I do remember from the game was that like uh, from from when they took the lead uh, like and for the rest of that first half I felt like that was the best football I've ever seen Wales yeah. play yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Unreal, we, yeah. we, we just I felt like we had about 60% possession yeah so like confident was yeah, it yeah yeah but that like those days like those days like um I'd say like 2015 to 2017 I suppose were just they were just amazing they were just the, the best days I've ever had following Wales ever yeah 
Um, and I, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think we'll we'll ever get that. It was just that team that was so likable, yeah. weren't they? It was Everything the it was the culmination team. of just like all yeah. the shit that we'd gone through, and then like yeah. you know, like all the Gary Speed tragedy, and it was just like that culmination of of yeah. the last that well, the whole history really. I mean, since every pretty much everyone's lifetime, you know, there can't have been many um, people who were adults. Um, mm. When we were at the World Cup in '58, you know, this was the pinnacle for everyone, and 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 yeah. unless you know we go on and better it and win a tournament, which is going to, you know, n- not many nations win tournaments today, so I I can't see it happening. Like how said, yeah. it was the quarterfinals of the Euros, and that first half, apart from their goal, I think we dominated like the number one dominated. ranked team or whatever they were. Yeah, we absolutely yeah. dominated that first half after yeah. they, they scored. So, yeah, and I've never seen us. Do that to anyone no. before then or since then? Well, apart from Ireland, maybe, but since yeah. then, no, absolutely. Do, do, do you remember when, for, for for if we'd have beaten Israel, we'd have been ranked number two in the world? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it's just beyond. Isn't Coleman it? was an absolute genius of playing oh, the system, wasn't he? And, and yeah, it, no yeah. friendlies. And, yeah, it was yeah. perfect. Brilliant, oh, brilliant. Yeah. But you know, in in a sense, I, I think at that time we. We were certainly in the top fifteen best teams in the world at that time. Oh, without doubt, Definitely. yeah, without doubt, Definitely. you know, um, yeah, uh, totally agree. Yeah. Um, next question, Kyle Jones. This is a belter of a question. I'm sure he's good answers. What's the roughest pub you've ever been in? <laughs> uh, Kaus, have you got an answer? Yeah, I've, I've got, I've got a definitive answer to. Be okay, honest. I've been, I've been nice. in a lot. I've been in a lot of rough pubs, but I remember um, just a, like a memory I've got. I remember. Being in Sheffield, uh, a mate of mine was in uni there, and we a few of us went there, and we just had like a sort of um, a day on on the piss, like, and um, yeah, I think Sheffield Wednesday were at home, and Sheffield United were away at Barnsley, if I remember right, and this is about 12, 13 years ago, and for some reason we we're in this pub right in the middle of Sheffield. It was a Sheffield United pub, hmm. and. A load of Wednesday fans just attacked the pub and put the windows put put the windows through with bricks, and like there was these old people like and this is no word of a lie now these like, there was like an old couple and then there was a couple of old boys it was like a bit of an old person's pub but it was a Sheffield United pub, and the window came through with a brick and this old couple and these old people just carried on sitting there and drinking their drinks. <laughs> Like, like this is just what happens, and obviously, of any everyone in that pub just acted like, oh, this isn't even like a big deal at mm. all, and I was just like, this is absolutely mental. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that pub, I, I think it was called the Penny Black, but I'll have to check that. I just in my head, that's I think that's what it, what it was called, it was right in the town in the city centre of Sheffield. But yeah, the Penny Black in Sheffield, that that was the. Well, certainly that was my uh, roughest experience in a pub that I've ever had. Yeah, and, uh, and there's been a, there's been a few as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Rod, anything from you? Rough pubs? Oh, a lot. Most of the local pubs. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> most of the pubs in South Wales, to be honest, with you, um, outside the cities. Uh, I'm trying to rack my brains now. There's been there was one Irish bar in Leeds that stank of piss. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and it was like talking of dimly lit activities last week. I don't think there was a light on in there. And it was, you go outside and it was like bright, bright as hell, and inside it was like literally, I don't know. You could have been down Big Pit. And you'd have more light down there. So 
Um, and there's there was one in Glasgow. I remember going up to see my mate lived up there. And we went into this pub. It was in like one of the suburbs. I can't remember the name of the place now. Just outside Glasgow. And uh, we walked in, and there was a man, topless man, walking out and chasing after a dog was running into the pub with a. Uh, basically an entire tree in its mouth <laughs> and we're like right we're going in here for a pint went inside and there's people hammered drunk this was like two in the afternoon and people with their tops off and <laughs> do- dogs dogs running amok and... <laughs> sounds like a cracking pub yeah people I... were drinking vodka not not pints they were like just drinking it was one, one of those places but no I don't think that was the roughest I've been to but I honestly couldn't off the top of my head now I've been in so many. It's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to think. Yeah. Were yeah. you were you in the bar with us? I know we you came to that bar, but I don't know if you were there when in Azerbaijan, where the huge fight broke out. <laughs> it was like Tench. we were just sat there, and everyone <laughs> in the pub just started fighting. It was like some sort of like blood food, and it was all kicking off around us. And one of the one of the guys we were with, I, you, it must have been before you came. It was the night I got a video of you drinking absinthe. And it's very funny. Um, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that bar? No, that if that was post absinthe, then no, I don't remember. No, it was, it was, and one of the boys we were with was trying to break it up, and we were like, right, let's just don't get involved, just stay away, just stay away and stay in the corner, and it was mental, it was bizarre. Um, at, at this at this point, I just wanted to say that um, we we really should, uh, in honour of the Merthyr boys. Mentioned the Wyndham Arms. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been, but it sounds like a, a cracker. Yeah. No, I've, I've never been either, but I saw it on the Britain's Toughest Pubs. <laughs> and uh, that, 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 blur, that old boy who set fire to his hair to scare <laughs> away some French tourists. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I'd dare walk in there, to be honest. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, uh, Martin has asked if you could set up an MMA fight between two Welsh figures, who would you match up and who would win? I think he said it's high time Mike Phillips and Robbie Robbie Savage settled that Twitter beef from years ago. <laughs> he says he's got Phillips winning by a guillotine choke in round two, and he also goes on to say if uh, if if Agent Phillips wants to promote the event, he'd like ten percent of the gate and to be on the commentary desk. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, on behalf of Phillips, I think that's a deal for a, a deal. Yeah. For me, <laughs> to- t- Tony refereeing. Yeah, I yeah. I'd like to see um I'd like to see Agent Phillips versus Rodney in inside an MMA. <laughs> I think we'd all cage. like to see that. Yeah. No, yeah, I wouldn't. I've got my head, <laughs> head made of glass, so you know. No, no, but if it was just grappling and uh, wrestling moves, fair enough. But no punching because yeah. I'm going down. I'm going down to tell you. Uh, I'd, I'd like got... to see, I'd like to see Steve Spears against Derek Brockway. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the look of that. Yeah. I I'd, I'd like to see um I don't know if you ever watched Publicum, but Denzel that big guy of Publicum. I'd like yeah. to see him dressed as like a sumo wrestler type. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. So just let's pick any old random people. Um, yeah, I'd, uh, maybe Brett Johns and Andrew R. T. Davis. Yeah, Brett Johns yeah, would that, absolutely yeah, smash him yeah. to bits. Yeah, yeah. Chris Bryant it's, as well. It's, this is uh, en- Enzo Enzo Macronelli <laughs> against Alan Cairns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, good. Um, Ellie has asked, would you rather have 12-inch pizzas for feet or cucumber fingers? The um, pizza's cooked, though. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, doesn't say. Um, I'd probably go on cucumber fingers. I think they'd be a little bit... Oh, I don't know, actually. What, what, what was, it? What was the, the other option? 12-inch pizzas for feet or cucumber fingers. pizzas for feet. Um, yeah. Ooh. I mean, cucumbers for fingers would be very popular with the ladies, wouldn't it? But, yeah, <laughs> That's one way to look at it. <laughs> Can well, we leave that in? I don't know. Yeah, is it I think that's, yeah, that's the yeah, first yeah. time we've ever gone X-rated, really, on this podcast. <laughs> what, what? So, so uh, wank socks before was fine. Oh, yeah. You've lowered the tone a lot tonight, guys. It's got <laughs> to yeah. be the petrol. It's definitely the petrol sprite that I'm drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Solver de boost has got his head yeah. <laughs> but you know, I I think you gotta you gotta look at what your favourite activities in life are, like Cowes mentioned there. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta weigh it up. Pizzas and feet. You can't play football, can you? You, no. you go for a shot on goal, and a bit of pepperoni flies off, and the ball just stays there. So I don't know. Um... Yeah, but you you like don't don't you play a bit of golf, Rod? I mean. You know, cucumber hands wouldn't be ideal. Cucumber fingers. Although you'd still get a game for the Europe Ryder Cup side, probably. When, when, when you say I play golf, I like there's a nine-hole golf course you can do, which I occasionally like rip up with uh, terrible shots. That, that's the extent of my golfing. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm just thinking a pizza feet would be a disaster because uh, <laughs> if it's raining and things like that. If it's raining. <laughs> you're gonna have soggy dover feet. Yeah. You're gonna go all over the shop. <laughs> you know, the, yeah, the things to consider, here, man. Yeah. Uh, cu- cucumber fingers. I can only see the positives. Like elaborated on. Oh dear. I can't see any negative connotations <laughs> of having cucumber fingers. None at all. Not even if you're in goal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, okay, moving on. Good question. Uh, I like that one. Yeah. More, yeah. more, more nonsense like that occasionally. So. <laughs> um, Andy has asked. I think we have actually already done this. He says he's probably been done. But would you rather your club win the, the win the league or Champions League or Cymru win the World Cup? And it's a no-brainer for me. Cymru yeah, winning the World Cup. Yeah. 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 World Cup. World Easy. Cup. Um, S- Smart Mart has asked, uh, "Who's the most left-wing club in Wales? The hipsters' choice, the most hated." I I think m- left wing. I'd probably go as far to say as Wrexham. I think they're the most um, overtly left-wing. I think there's a, well, there's it, an element of the support. Didn't their fans go down and batter some fashion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's that's already yeah. uh, ten uh, points. To, to be, yeah, to be honest, I I love that, and I love that. It's sort of been painted in that way. Uh, to be honest, those lads just wanted to go and batter some people. They didn't care if they were fascists or not. But, uh, but yeah, like, yeah, I, I'll take that being left wing. Yeah, I, I do like. Shout, shout out, Shag fans. Yeah, there's definitely a, yeah. a good left wing element at Wrexham. Definitely, yeah. it's definitely far more left than it is right. But there's still no beds like like you get anywhere, you know. Definitely more uh, so than obviously Swansea have got that unionist element. Um, yeah, and um, I mean the the good thing I like is that um, I've I've been going a long time to Wrexham. I've never seen a union jack at Wrexham. Ever. Yeah, same with Cardiff. To uh, be fair, yeah. So, but um, there's a club in Wrexham called uh, called Bellevue, and um, they've. 
their their team is made up mainly of refugees, so they're, they're oh, quite wow. a left wing club. Yeah, oh, I didn't know much um, about them. I'll have to have a look into. Yeah, them. have have a look into that. They're uh, they're a good club, um, and uh, yeah, they're, they're, like I say, they're all refugees. Big, uh, you know, there's a lot of like um, Polish, Portuguese, and and Asian people Brilliant. in Wrexham, and you know, there's there's just a mixture of uh, yeah different nationalities. Good club, so yeah, they're quite left wing. Brilliant. Um, you also then the hipsters' choice. Um. I suppose yeah. hipsters' choice. I think uh, I I I bet have always had like a strong sort of hipsterish sort of support. I yeah, bet. they obviously got the student stuff, haven't you know, yeah. and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a good good shout. Um, yeah. Barry as well. I think a lot of people like Barry as a sort of a. I think a lot of people will look up, especially in South Wales, who are Cardiff fans. They always look out for Barry's results. Yeah, um, yeah, and and you got you throw back to the uh, days of the tango kit and all that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that sticks yeah. in my mind. So yeah. I, I also think Wrexham as well, especially for people down south. Speaking as a, you know, I think there's no animosity from fans of no. Cardiff or Swansea or New, maybe more so Newport. I won't bring them yeah. into it. Very, 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 very different to when I first started going to Wrexham though, because it yeah. was a, a Wrexham, especially Wrexham Cardiff. Wrexham Swansea was never. Like as as much of a thing, but Wrexham Cardiff used to be. Oh, it was it was quite a not a nasty atmosphere, yeah. but for, for for those ninety minutes, it, it was spicy. It was, yeah, it was very spicy. Yeah, very spicy. But like like I say, you know, I like think a madras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like like a spicy pepperoni pepperoni pizza <laughs> on your foot. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's. It's changed a lot. I think Wales doing Wales helped that. As yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think if you're a Cardiff Swansea fan, you follow Wales. You've got Wrexham mates as well yeah. because from yeah. like I think that sort of helps. Yeah. Um, I also think hipsters' choice, Merthyr as well. I think everyone always wishes Merthyr Merthyr Town well, and um, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. they're always a, a good option. And also left wing as well. I think there's a there's a yes, yeah, uh, you know Mark Worth Evans a shout for the left wing, yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think most right. hate went on to most hated. I think obviously, yeah. I think Cardiff would be very much up there. Um, I, I would say so. I, I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't hate either Cardiff no, or Swansea. I, but I would, I would agree with that. I think, um, I think there's far more hate for them than there is for us. Um, yeah, TNS. And, 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 and TNS then. Yeah. Yeah, TNS as well. Yeah. yeah. English, yeah. English, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, good yeah. question. That. I think everyone will have a different answer to it. But yeah, um, Alan March, Podfather, has asked, you have six days travelling in October for the double header, but you can only listen to one album the whole time. Which one do you choose? Oh. Any any takers? Oh, there's quite a few. There's quite a few. Um, I'm going to have to go for my favourite album of all time, definitely, maybe. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's got it all, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. My favorite album of all time, first album of the Clash, brilliant. But I don't oh, know. Brilliant. Uh, you, it's got to be something like Super Free Animals. I think would be is, is, is the. You know. What was it? What was the first album? First album wasn't London Calling. Was no, it? it's the it's the self titled one. It's got White oh, Riot, it? White Riot on Complete Control. Oh, yeah. White Man and oh, Love, love yeah. Complete Control. Brilliant. Yeah, it's a cracker. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think if you're going on a Wales away, you've got to, It's got to be like I don't know. Um, First, uh, fuzzy logic or uh, radiator or rings around the world or something. I think they're the. It's got to be a Super Free Animals record. I think, isn't it? Frauds. I'd say Mannix. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Which Anybody one though? Bible, yeah. Uh, this is oh, my truth. Oh. Tell me yours. I'd go for personally, but that's my own personal preference. Yeah, but, uh, that that is a great. Album. That was that was the first album that really got me into the Mannix. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah. I was talking about this with someone the other day actually, and I was saying how I think. 
pre Richie they were like a with Richie they were like a cult band and like yeah, Generation yeah. Terrorist and Holy and Holy Bible are quite. Um, they became more commercially successful after. Yeah, Richie, afterwards, then I think they they yeah. became for lack of a better term like more mainstream and more um yeah, accessible because yeah. i think before Definitely. they were quite um like an acquired yeah. taste i think they're brilliant and you can but you can also understand why some people i mean like it, it's mad isn't it because like the masses against the classes came out in 2000 mm. that got to number one in the uk and that's that's not the sort of song that gets to number one, is it? No, 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 exactly. It's like, it's, it's mad. But so so they really had gone from because like, I love the Holy Bible. I think it's a brilliant album. And yeah. I think I love the fact that it's become more appreciated with time. Uh, but yeah, like they definitely after after you know Richie Richie uh, well disappeared. Yeah, definitely they they went a bit more mainstream, didn't they? Yeah. Um... I could uh, talk about music forever. More music questions. Yeah, please. absolutely. Yeah, it's a good. We, yeah. We've sort of the music chat sort of slowly but surely died away over the last few months. But yeah, good, good. Um, Bush has asked his question of the week. He said, "Would you like to see all Camry sports team teams play under one badge?" He says that the you know WIU hockey netball etc have the feathers. Some other badges. Obviously, the football team has the dry gore. Um Is it time to have one badge and team Camry? Um, and then he also went on to say. Uh, oh, P.S. Wagon Wheels, original or jammy? Because he's you know he comes through with the food questions <laughs> yeah. every week. Um, yeah. On the food, I, I, I love the Boosh questions, by the way. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so first of all, I don't even know what an original wagon wheel is. I thought they were just all jammy. No, no, no. no just, they, just marshmallow just, in the middle. Just marshmallow. Oh and, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. I'd, I'd go for jam. I'd yeah, always go for that, the jam. That extra yeah. bit. Yeah, you gotta have a bit of yeah. jam in there, man. And then on yeah. the on, on you know the side note, um, uh, would you like to see all Curry Sports play under one badge? I don't think under one badge, but definitely without. I th- I'd like to see the feathers rid from all yeah, the, representation the le- of Wales. The, the less important question out of the two. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd say yeah. I wouldn't be asked having it all the same because what's the you know you you could have. Get rid of the feathers, like you said. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, just it doesn't all have to be dragons. You know, there's other things you could have. I don't know. Big fucking. I thought leak. about this, and, and like when I first saw the question on Twitter, I thought, no, I don't like the sound of that. But then I thought about like how cool, like how the old, uh, the, like the Soviet Union used to have like yeah, all different point. sports, and they'd have they'd all have the jackets with like yeah, CCCP on it and stuff that's like that. That's a good that. point. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really, really smart, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, you've, but, you've talked me around. You've talked me around. Yeah. Well, I talked myself around by thinking <laughs> about that, to be honest. Because when I first heard it, I thought, no, no, you can't do that. But then saying that, I, I do like the, the original uh, FAW badge. Yes. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, just get like a pre pre match warm up jackets with a big area of wen on the back, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, that'd be awesome, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, and like yeah, just like instead of CCP, like just have on one side of the ja- on one side of the zip, tough teen, and on the other side, Bob Size <laughs> on the other. What's that, jacket. mate? Is it Latin or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck it is, mate. Now fuck off. <laughs> okay um next question alan roberts has asked would you prefer to go around the world in 80 days for 2000 quid but not visit any of the seven wonders or go on a flight for free to each of the seven wonders without taking the rest of the sites and that is a good question because how much money two grand for 80 days nowhere near yeah but the seven wonders are actually 
quite. I don't know. Shit. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah. Waste of time. Yeah. Oh, by by the way, I didn't I didn't realise the guest on the show tonight was Carl Pilkinson. <laughs> yeah. no, but you know what I mean? They're, they're not. I don't know. I, uh, I uh, free. If you if it was free, I guess you'd have to take it, wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I, I yeah. It sort of feels like you know, like the 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 seven wonders. You label them this, and I, I, yeah, I don't know how great they'd be, but it'd be great to say I've seen the seven wonders. Yeah. But, yeah. Nah, nah. nah. Give me the money. <laughs> so, someone should do a Seven Wonders of Wales. That'd be interesting. Se- seven Wonders. They, they have got. They have got that. There, is there this? is a Seven. There is a Seven Wonders of Wales. Yeah, I can't remember what the hell they are. I really hope they, there's some really random stuff in there, like the handbook. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm Nelson. gonna look that up. You carry on talking. Big, I'm gonna. Look I'll tell up. you off. There is. I, go on. Big Big Pit Techniquest. <laughs> he, uh, Heronsbrook. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, West Keradigion in general. Oh yeah, um, here we are. Are we, are we ready? Yeah. So Pistifreida, uh, yeah. which is the, the waterfall mid Wales. St Giles's Church in Wrexham, which and Ghost Rope Centre. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, this is yeah. This is a bit. This is a bit like. Um, oh, this is on visitbritain.com. Yeah, yeah, sack it off, boys. Yeah, the the U trees in Overton on D. They're they're all in North Wales as well. The Wyndham in Merthyr. This, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what I was going to ask you. Was uh, these seven wonders of the world according to who? Who are we listening to here? Yeah. Just Joker yeah. who's decided these are the things. You know, yeah, fuck who him. knows. <laughs> a twi- get, get get a Twitter poll up for the new Seven Wonders. I say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Get your I, nominations in for the net yeah. for the new Welsh Seven Wonders. Yeah, yeah, and the definitely. world ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Last question then of the of the of the day. Uh, Paul Burns <laughs> has asked. Um, this is sort of directed at you, Cows, based on what you tweeted about the other day. He said, "Are big defeats in any of the leagues a good advertisement for that league advertisement?" I don't know why I said advertisement. Um, a high-scoring game between two sides could be seen as such, uh, say a game that ends 5-4, but he's not sure that one side uh, big-scoring game is. Obviously, you mentioned the other day about Rithin winning 14-0, was it? Uh, no, Chirk. Chirk won 14-0. Yeah, I worded that quite badly because I wasn't... I was trying to make a point that Tier 3 is, like... Just a bit mad. Yeah. But also, also, like, you know, Cherka went 14-0. But also, like, the amount of goals scored, what I should have said was, the vast, and I did clear it up after, the vast majority of games were high-scoring draws or high-scoring, like like you say, your five fours and stuff like that. Mm. It, it was just a one-off, you know, 14-0. But the reason for that, I think, a lot of the time, you, you do get them big defeats is, we're going to have that this year, especially. Perhaps, maybe next year, but it'll level out. At the moment, Welsh football, uh, the level that you play at is dictated mm. to by facilities, and that's why yeah. we're having these mismatches. But I think it will level itself out, and we'll have fantastic facilities. So, but like I say, tier three really is where the entertainment's at at the moment. You, you have a look at the Cymru football app, mm. South Wales, North Wales, no matter where. Tier three is is ridiculous, ludicrous results like seven all draws and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like and, that. And it's the most. It's the sorry, gr- I was just gonna say mo- most places only charge like a fiver tops. To yeah, it's like that bridge between like a, like a decent standard, but also still got that like park football vibe to yes. it. Yes, yeah, so it's like exactly. that. It's like that perfect mix of like like it's yeah. like top quality parks football, um, yeah. but you've yeah. also got like some sort of like you know 
quite big clubs at that level as well now. Is, you know. Oh yeah, I mean like Puff Mad Dog, De- you know Denby Town in our area. There's, yeah. there's some there's some really big clubs at that level, um, and you know next year you're probably going to be looking at the likes of Port Talbot playing at tier three level. Yeah. So, you know Port Talbot for years and years were a very yeah. big club, weren't one they? of the best sides but, in Wales, really, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, tier three. But yeah, get out and watch any football. Say it every yeah. we say it every week, right? Don't we watch Absolutely. your local side. Absolutely. Right then, that's it from us. Um, Rodri, you're on the um, on the pick um, for uh, what's it called? Um, alternative Wales soundtrack to play us out. What are your What's your pick this week? <laughs> what's it called? Yeah, I've uh, chosen a, a group I'm not that familiar with, but I've heard a few of their songs, and this one stood out to me. It's uh, Oma Loma, I think mm-hmm. that's how you say it, and Arosa Gumpas. Yeah, I, yeah. So it's a it's a nice little tune. So. Great, that'll that'll play us out. Um, I'm somehow. I think I think this podcast has done me good. I feel like I've grown into it as the as the podcast went on. Our thirty six have been awake. Yeah, something insane like that. Now (laughs) I'm gonna go and have the pizza I thought I cooked earlier now, and then uh, and go to bed and then edit this podcast for the people because that's what I'm about with the people. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kaus, any closing statements for you before we go? Nothing really, just thanks for all the questions. Really enjoyed those questions tonight. Brilliant. Yeah, good. Um, and also, uh, Pembloid Hapis Marchi. Have a good day. Yeah, in bed. Uh, Rodri, anything from you? A couple of things. I just want to send my love to my good mate Tom, who's had a family bereavement. So yeah, thinking, absolutely. Thinking think yeah. of you, pal. And uh, other than that, Top, uh, happy birthday to you, Marchi. Thank you. In, and keep on trucking. Keep so, on trucking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big shout out to Tom, all our love, um, top man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, so to play us out, uh, Omaloma Aros Agumpas. Diochen Vaur for listening. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.